You know, the last time we uh, talked about this, I guess it was last week, when the uh, family and uh, the people that they had entrusted with uh, investigating the murder of their parents, uh, Barry and Honey Sherman, uh, Brian Greenspan, had announced that day a $10 million reward leading to the apprehension of uh, the perpetrator or a potential perpetrator. And uh, at the time, Kevin Donovan weighed in from the star where he's their chief investigative reporter. He's been all over this story. There's an update now, and uh, we've got Kevin back with us here on The Oakley Show to tell us about uh, several warrants that have been sworn out by the police as they seem to be ramping up a new uh their intensity in terms of this investigation. Kevin, good to have you back on the program. Good afternoon. Always great to be on, John. So tell me, uh, there have been a, a recent spate of warrants taken out by the police, if I've got it right? Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you how I, uh, I use a little bit of math to discover that, because uh, about four weeks ago I published a story based on some court records that I, we obtained that said there were uh, a certain number of, uh, of warrants that had been issued, uh, recently, and uh, and then the chief gave his press conference, and he gave a certain number, and I did the math, and I realized that there'd be nine more filed. And, and what was significant there was that these warrants were filed in the four weeks leading up to the Greenspan Sherman press conference, and uh, I, I don't think that the, the the Greenspan or Sherman knew about this. Uh, I'm not able yet to find out what those warrants uh, were for uh, because I've been told that they're more specific than the earlier ones that I was able to learn about. And the earlier ones were, you know, cell phone records, uh, medical records of the Sherman, things like that. So uh, I, I think they're ramping up, or at least they're, they're, they're honing in on, on, on something. That, that's what this seems to indicate to me. Well, is it possible as well, because you write in your piece in the Star today, uh, that with the family having their own investigation and uncovering certain evidence, uh, the police would seek a judicial warrant uh, if potential evidence was not immediately handed over to them. Could those also be these warrants? No, those aren't those warrants. Uh, that's uh, what I, I've learned, and just we just published a story on our, our website, on the star.com, that uh, after the press conference, uh, the, uh, the Sherman family uh, team uh, they've been told by the police, uh, you've collected a bunch of stuff over the last 10 months. You need to hand it over to us or we will go uh, and get a judicial warrant. So they, they just handed it over. And what they've done is uh, apparently when, they, when the family's team went in six weeks after the crime to the home, they discovered, and I don't know how they know this, but they, they seem to know that the area around where the bodies were found was not subject to a fine sort of forensic vacuum. Uh, and uh, uh, this would be like, a, like a, 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 the, the pool deck, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they did that, and they've collected some, something from there, and they're wondering if there's you know, fibers or something that could help in the case. They've also, uh, there was a, uh, actually CP24 had found or had spotted on the driveway six weeks after the crime uh, an earring and the uh, Sherman family private investigators bagged it, as they you see him do on television. And so those two things have now been transferred to the police without a warrant, just handed over. Which leads us again to a question I asked, uh, I guess when we last spoke last week, uh, all these things have fallen through the cracks, even though the chief insists there's been a thorough investigation. Seems to me like the forensic team wasn't all over this. Yeah, it it's really boggles the mind because, uh, I mean... It, the Toronto Police is a world-class uh, police service, and they should have uh, well, they should have figured out from the start 
that this was a double homicide and and uh, and they didn't and uh, and that they were behind the eight ball for six weeks and then uh, the other thing that the Greenspan team says and I don't know how they know this I don't know enough about forensics but they have found 25 palm or fingerprints at the at the house that were never uh, lifted or dusted before and so they've turned over images of those so it uh, it's it's unfortunate that this this has happened obviously and uh, one wonders if they can kind of you know, right the ship here Kevin Donovan's with us chief investigative reporter with the Toronto Star on the Barry and Honey Sherman case he's been all over it from the inception you know the chief is suggesting that some media reports may be compromising the investigation what do you say to that I didn't know that he'd said media reports. I know he was concerned that uh, the Greenspan team came out with some information about the, uh, uh, you know, the way the bodies were discovered and the way the late uh, Barry Sherman's body was sort of sitting in repose. Uh, you know, look, the police, uh, all were reporting stuff that, that is in, in the public domain, I, I think, and, and uh, but, you know, they're welcome to call me up and talk to me at any time. I certainly have tried. <laughs> okay, I guess maybe I uh, mischaracterized it somewhat because this was the thing that he was concerned about, that the the Greenspan press conference might have alluded to things that uh, he didn't want uh, publicly yeah, disseminated. Yeah, and, and my understanding is that Greenspan referred to things that either I uh, and the Toronto Star or other media had already reported. Uh, and, I mean, the specific thing is that uh, the late Barry Sherman was, was found, his glasses were not uh, uh, awry, uh, and his w- one leg was crossed over the other passively, which the Greenspan mentioned at the press conference, because he said that's obviously not somebody who has just committed suicide. Uh, so, so that's why he, he brought that out, and, and, and I, that had already been reported before. I think they know a lot of other things that they're not not bringing out uh, because they're trying to be sensitive to the investigation. What did you make of the chief saying, and uh, again, I'm paraphrasing, but uh, we know these individuals are watching or the person responsible is watching. Uh, it's kind of striking a note that uh, they have a bead on somebody, or what did you make of that? Uh, it was chilling. Uh, and I don't know if he, he's a former homicide investigator himself, I believe. And he may be just uh, assuming that, but he actually, because I, I listened to the recording again this morning, uh, he said, I know for a fact. So, I mean, I, I don't know how he could know for a fact. And in fact, if he did have surveillance on that person, he wouldn't want to reveal that. So, so I, I think that was a, 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 an experienced investigator's comment as opposed to something that he actually knew. Okay, or assuaging the public that uh, they have a handle on this because they've gotten a lot of bad PR subsequent to, uh, I guess, the press conference that Brian Greenspan held last week, where he uh, mentioned the $10 million reward. In the aftermath, the immediate aftermath, uh, what's it been like? Do you have any idea if the uh, tips are coming in fast and furious, or to what extent? I don't think they're coming in fast and furious. I think there some are coming in. I, uh, I, I've had a few people who called me say, what's the number? And one of them was a psychic and one of them, uh, was a person who just had, had a theory. And the theory was just like a theory that somebody close to them had done this. And that was the entire tip. So I, I think they're probably getting some of that stuff. And I have, I'll be quite honest with your listeners. I have absolutely no idea the, the quality or, or 
nature of any of the tips they're getting in because they're they're not telling me. Yeah, which is one of the reasons cited by the police that they're not really bullish on this amount of money being offered as a reward because it draws out all kinds of fringe elements, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But, you know, it. Uh, I think the chief also did say at the end of the press conference that, that he's in support of it because it might, uh, uh, he, not his words, but, you know, it might, it might cause some people to think and, and maybe bring forward some information. So, so uh, I don't know. I, I, what normally happens in these cases is there's a reward more like $50,000 that comes out after a year and, uh, and the calls go to the police. In this case, it's obviously an enormous amount of money, and, uh, and the calls are not going to the police. They're going to the private detective team. Well, yeah, it could be uh, fiefdoms, you know, that are being protected here and that uh, therein lies some of the animus or the strife. Kevin, it's always great reporting and great to have you on the program sharing the information with us. Appreciate it very much. Thanks, John. Talk to you again. You got it. Kevin Donovan, chief investigative reporter with the Toronto Star on the Barry and Honey Sherman case that continues to titillate and uh, beguile. So we'll find out if there's any advancement on it. Of course, uh, Kevin's all over it and we'll have him back.